Following the death of my uncle Jeff, the search had been on to replace him on both sides of the Atlantic, Paul Fireman later said that he realized that he would have to take over the design and manufacturing if the brand was to grow, so he began to build his team in Boston, with Ed Lucier taking on product management and Steve Liggett the design and development role. It was Steve who did all the work developing and manufacturing with Pike in Korea. My dad realized too that he could not do the sales and marketing roles as well as run the manufacturing and design the shoes. This had become all too clear when Bata messed up the first batch of Aztecs sent to the USA, with soft EVA midsoles that collapsed. An episode known within Reebok as the legend of the black spot. So, in 1982 Dave Singleton was brought in to head sales and marketing while Paul Brown was to design the next generation of Reeboks. Along with Paul came further investment in equipment and product. The first shoe to get a makeover was the Aztec, Reebok's best-selling shoe that had landed us the American market. Dave and Paul researched the market and were aware of the new Nike Pegasus which heavily influenced the design of Aze, ghillie lacing and a flex dip in the mudguard or toe cap, if you're English, were lifted from the Nike and the window label from the Victory G was shoehorned in, just look at the dip in the window box for the dropped R of Reebok. Launch of Aze, the light fantastic in 1982, note the red window label. The first shoes also feature that Victory G, red label before it was swapped out for a blue label in 1984. Other changes involved swapping the midsole and wedge stack over to wedge on top and the outsole molds were amended to allow a one-piece sole in place of the previous repairable heel, nice idea but the shoe's midsole broke down first, meaning a new pair of shoes. The biggest change was the last, gone was the old toe-pinching CC last replaced with 1714 which cured the toe volume issue. Sweaty nylon interior was replaced by a new wonder material by the name of Cambrel, this random fiber material was excellent at stabilizing the nylon outer fabric and became a standard feature of Reeboks made in the UK right up to the closure in the 90s. Aze retained the 2mm Bontex board and the self-molding footbed with a nylon cover and exposed latex arch cookie. About those labels, as the business grew, and volume began to increase so too the labeling evolved and it's an interesting topic. When I started to work at Reebok in 1983, Many of the style were still those designed by my uncle Jeff in 1978 and 79. Inca Track Spike, Gazelle, Fab XC Off-Roaders and Midas Road Shoe, all in need of replacement if we were to compete. All the shoes had one standardized tongue label in navy with a golden script and the Starcrest logo with two infilled segments in red. 1983 UK catalog shows Inca Wedge and Sprint as well as Scorpio all Jeff Foster's designs from the 1970s. Only Victory G had its own burgundy on white tongue label and the window label matched. The new Aze, thus started its production life with the standardized navy tongue label and a burgundy window label. London, bottom left, introduced in spring 83, was the first shoe to adopt the blue window label. All the old Bright Street production and early 84 Bradley Fold production had this label. When the old Victory G was replaced and the Invincible retired. The window label switched to the blue on white developed for the London Racing Shoe of 83 Vintage. When Chris Brasher took over in UK distribution in 1985 he dropped the Aze, it was too expensive. They still had to sell it though, as it had a large fan base and was the favourite shoe of Steve Jones, our star athlete. The shoe soldiered on with this labelling until 87 when it was finally withdrawn. Late 84 onward Aze with a blue window label. Now let's look at Reebok's OG model, I have gone for the Aztec Blue. What's this? Another corporate box change? Why not the original 83 Reebok blue and red box? This one looks a little sad. 83-84 the Aze went in the same box as the original Aztec and used the same laces. Overall impression of the shoe is good, 
The Aztec blue is a little pale when compared to the original, see the Aztec in the above photo, but maybe the intention was to make it look that way. The red and the acid yellow are a good color match so thumbs up Reebok. Really great effort to match the materials, colors and finishes, spot on. Two things leap out at me, the tongue label is white and light blue, it would have been so much better if it had been the original navy and gold. Reebok used this on the Aztec remake, why not here? The same for the side label, we could kindly say it's a post-84 model, but how much better if it had been burgundy red. The second thing is that lace, where did that come from? The Azea always had the cotton lace of the original Aztec and was a deep blue, again they used it on the Aztec remake. This may be picky of me, but I want to love this shoe, it's a remake so the details should be 100%. Tongue and window labels unlace could have easily spot on, with the original design. Flip the shoe over and there is the famous road star sole. But what's that line, the sole of the Aziz was one piece, this sole has been lifted from the Aztec remake of a few years ago. It lacks the sticky butyl rubber finish of the original too. Looking inside, wow, modern day Cambrel from Asia, not quite the same but good effort. What's that footbed though, Reebok never had a foam footbed and that cover is nasty. Why can't we have the white brushed nylon cover and moldable foam and where's the arch cookie? Where did that footbed come from? Otherwise would be perfect. Love the retro size label though, that took me right back. When I start to look more closely, other details leap up around the heel, as EE had an isometric counter, the inside was a 15mm longer, this is not. There is no tail kick on the lateral stripe, the EE finished under the front of the heel tab, with a pronounced kick. I do like the soft touch plastics and their leather grain, super finish. What's going on right around here? So in summary, good job Reebok, you have resurrected a true classic from the Achieve. The quality is way better than the original, no cement lines and wobbly trimming on these babies. Can we now have a limited edition true OG version with those details, I mentioned? Or even a JD special makeup that we made in 84 navy slash red slash silver, just 200 pairs of long gone history, please, please, please. Copyright David Foster July 2021